Happy one month to Comic-Con, everybody. This week, we have a very special guest, Justin Copeland, one of the creative forces behind the DC animated films The Death of Superman, Suicide Squad Hell to Pay, Batman and Harley Quinn, Batman the Killing Joke, and tons more. Tonight, he is here to discuss the highly anticipated Batman Hush. We can't wait to talk about it. Also, we have all your latest Comic-Con news and a lot to talk about this week on The Con Guy Show. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's The Con Guy Comic-Con Prep Show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen in the studio, please silence your uh, cell phones and electronic devices. Kate. Welcome, welcome guys to The Con Guy Comic-Con Prep Show. We are so excited to have you. As Katie so aptly uh, told us all today, today we have four weeks until San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. It starts on the 17th. Derek's going to give on. us the lowdowns mm-hmm. in just a second. Mm. But we are super stoked about that. Anyways, we have uh, the all-star panel tonight and all-star guests as well. Derek, who do we have? Hi, my name is Derek. I'm a contributing writer to theconguy.com and a fan of many things. <laughs> Hi, I'm Justin Copeland, and I worked on a lot of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Said already. Humble, humble. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ben Cleaver, and I do things. No. <laughs> Actor, comedian, writer. I guess we don't do our our handle at the top of the show anymore, do we? At the end. At, at the, the end. end. At okay. The end. On to Luke. Yeah, we do that for sake of time, Luke. so just stopping to talk about why we yeah. don't do it is, is a great idea. Exactly. Then. Let's discuss <laughs> yeah. this thoroughly. Who do we have on the couch? On to me. <laughs> and Katie. I'm Cheeseman on the couch here with uh, conguy.com. And I'm Katie, a.k.a. the con girl, here on the couch today. So excited to... Hey. And in the booth, we have Ryan Nilsson, who has taken care of us in engineering. And What's going sure on, you guys? We all run right. Thank hey, you, Mr. Ryan. Body voice. So excited to be with you tonight. This is a very good night we have tonight. We have so much to talk about because mm-hmm. Comic-Con is only four weeks away. Katie's going to catch us up on all the Comic-Con news. Ben's going to give us our three weeks. Three weeks. Three That's weeks. a lot of news. That's a three weeks of news. He's going to give us our three minutes of news, and then we are going to dive in deep and find out all we can about Batman Hush. Yeah. Justin, we are so excited to have you on the show yeah. with us this week. Yeah, this, this is, is great. I'm excited to be here, man. Yeah, like I was looking, like if you look at your IMDb page, it's <laughs> way too long for us to talk about, but just a few things. Yeah. Storyboard supervisor on the animated films Justice League versus The Fatal Five, mm. Reign of Superman, Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, Batman, Gotham by Gaslight, Storyboard Artist. On Teen Titans, The Judas Contract, great, great. That was one of my all-time favorite comic book stories. Yeah, Batman and Harley Quinn, Justice League, wait, uh, Justice, Justice League, League Dark, Dark. Yeah. Batman: The Killing Joke, Dark, which we Dark. saw at Comic Con. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, look here, look here. Oh yeah, nice. And then uh, also a storyboard artist on Guardians of the Galaxy. You don't stick to always just one. Nah. <laughs> Avengers Assemble, Ultimate Spider-Man, and the Agents of Sm- Oh Hulk, Agents of Smash, and of course your directorial debut. Batman Hush. Yeah. <laughs> and your biggest contribution to the show, you're a friend of Ben's. Yeah. Well, he's, <laughs> he's my a friend, friend of us all. Yeah. And Derek. And Derek. Like, yeah. we all kind of know each other. So he's, this... he's, Justin's also a father of five. Yeah. So, oh, that's his biggest accomplishment big right there. <laughs> Happy belated Father's Day. Thank oh, you yeah. very much. Yeah. His Thanks, boys yeah. can swim. <laughs> yeah. Very <Sorry>. well. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for being on the show tonight. Absolutely. And um, so... How long we're going to talk and just let everybody know we're going to talk the last half of the show about Batman Hush. Yeah. But like, how long have you been in the animation business? Uh, so let's see. I think it's just about ten years now. Oh. That's uh, it. 
Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and then, you know, hearing everything, obviously, I don't, I don't think about everything that I've worked on. This is just a mm-hmm. fraction. Every, yeah, and that's not everything. I, I do stuff that I don't want to be seen. On <laughs> 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 IMDb, you're like, I can't, this is bad. Can I delete this? <laughs> uh but yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a really long road. It's been a long journey. Uh, to hear it condensed like that is weird, you know. But it's fun, you know. I love my job. It's amazing, you know, mm-hmm. to work on amazing comic book stories and pro- projects every day. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. I, I'm, I'm having a blast. Yeah, because when I think about it, I met you and your brothers, mm-hmm. both your brothers. Yeah, about probably eight or nine years ago, yeah. and you guys were like, I was just fascinated that you guys were like working at Nickelodeon or Warner Brothers or whatever, yeah. doing storyboards and, and that kind of stuff. and um, But you guys just w- were so ambitious to be like, and on to the next and keep doing and keep drawing. And and your, your story is really fascinating, too, growing up in Chicago and then, yeah. and then ending up out here was, uh, and, you know, I won't take anything <laughs> away from you and, and your story, but um, it is, you know, if if, I don't know if we have time to talk about it all on the show tonight, but... Uh, if we do, I'd really like yeah. the 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 viewers yeah. and the listeners to to hear some of your your story. Yeah, we're definitely going to jump here. in. I really want to hear all that Certainly. stuff. Yep. And you mentioned he has a brother that works in the industry as well. Yeah, yeah. My my brother Chris. We usually like now uh, we're more partners, you know. So we direct together, and that's sort of the dynamic how, duel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how dynamic it is. <laughs> we're definitely a duo. Uh, but yeah, we we direct together now. Um, so yeah, that's fantastic. Yep. We should try and get him on too. I went yeah. to. He he was out of town the last few days or something yeah. when I reached out to you. So, but soon, it's soon. too much power yeah. in the room. To that's have true. Us that's both. true. Right. I think <laughs> maybe just one Copeland. <laughs> too much charisma. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are going to um, j- jump ahead a little bit. We're going to be talking about Batman Hush and the other DC films that that he's been working on, and so excited about that. By the way, we should let everybody know some of these films. They're not what you would always call. They're not little kid films. No, no, yeah. not at all. These are things that we love to see. Yeah, I, well, that sounds like I only like, like violence, violence, <laughs> violence gore. No, but they really lean into Assault. like the adult nature yeah. of Batman or some of the other stories. You know, with anyways, we'll talk about that yeah. in just a second. Okay. Anyways, we are going to do our three week. Three minutes. I said it three again. Minutes. Much shorter oh than a week. Oh my god. Three minutes. Yeah. Wait, three minutes of geek news. Ryan, put three minutes up on the clock for me, please. Three minutes is coming Thank up you, Ryan. in five, four, three, two, one. The box office seems to again be suffering from a case of sequelitis. The challenge sequels of late, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Dark Phoenix, and The Secret Life of Pets 2 gave a majority of people little reason to buy tickets to the mm. cinema this weekend. The same thing was true this past weekend for Sony's Men in Black International, so which became sad. the lowest opener of the franchise with $28.5 million. Worries of franchise... Wow. Uh, are beginning to simmer. Franchise fatigue. I Franchise fatigue. Word. Okay, I was like, what? Uh, I don't read this before I jump in. It's part of the challenge. Uh, are beginning to simmer in Hollywood. And speaking of possible franchises, Lionsgate has begun work on a Hunger Games prequel movie based on a forthcoming <laughs> novel from the from writer Susan Suzanne Collins. The still untitled novel will be released by Scholastic and set 64 years before the start of the original Hunger Games novels. In theme park news, Costa Rican Inspired 
inspired cuisine and flavorful co- uh, tiki cocktails <laughs> served at Jurassic Cafe and All New Tropical Isla New Bar add to the dynamic guest experience as part of the Universal Studios Hollywood's new mega attraction opening this summer, Jurassic World The Ride. Based on the Jurassic World blockbuster films, it's a re-theming of the popular Jurassic Park ride, which closed to make way for the newest attraction. The sweepstakes to land a massive overall deal with Bad Robot, the famed production company run by J.J. Abrams and his wife, and co-CEO Katie McGrath is nearing the finish line following a months-long courting process that includes multiple suitors. Warner Media is in final negotiations for a new partnership with Bad Robot, That's sources huge. say. Huge. Yeah. It's estimated that any new pact for Bad Robot could be valued in the $500 million vicinity when all is said and done. Mm. Batwoman, which stars Ruby Rose as the title character. She's pretty awesome. We were watching the Meg before I left the house tonight. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The first out lesbian character to lead a superhero TV series will kick off the network's shows on Sunday, October 6th at 8 p.m. It will be paired with fellow DC series Supergirl, which moves back an hour to 9 p.m. Finally, William Shatner <laughs> yeah, plans to boldly go to explore the world's most unexplainable <laughs> mysteries in a new anthology series for History Channel. The cable channel announced that the Star Trek icon will host and produce the unexplained, unexplained... There's no E in explained. An eight-episode hour-long non-fiction... That's the way the show is spelled, though. An an eight-episode hour-long non-fiction anthology series examining such subjects as mysterious structures, cursed ancient cities, extraterrestrial sightings, and bizarre rituals. 25 seconds left. Hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Well done. Well done. Okay, speaking of Starfleet captains... Um, who here saw the Picard trailer that was released a few weeks ago for the, the new oh, Picard great. series? I did watch it. Yeah. Did you also see the um, fan-made thing where they dubbed in the sound from a Viagra commercial? No, I did not. Yeah. But that's hilarious. It fit perfectly. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Well, he's like walking through like fields, and he's like got a vineyard or something yeah. like that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I just want a taste of a little bit of Picard's wines. Yeah. Right? I, mean, I hope he calls it "Make It Sauvignon." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Excellent. <laughs> that, and Katie, thank you for that tip about the new restaurant. By the way, yes. that was a the, the language that you were reading about Universal Studio was hard to read. That's directly off the press release, and it. Yeah, that's a tongue twister. They got someone else to write that. <laughs> they have, and they have pictures on the tweet, um, which I retweeted earlier on the Con Guy twi- Twitter. It has pictures of like the cocktails. They all come in like these tiki mugs. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yes. And you saw who saw Men in Black this weekend? I did. I did. Okay, what did you guys think of it? It was fun. I yeah, mean, it was like, fun. Yeah, it, it, I think I you saw you shaking your head about like sequelitis, yeah. And sequel yeah. fatigue, franchise fatigue. What yeah. do you think? Well, I can't complain about it too much because <laughs> every movie I make, I'm not You're part of a right, recreating the wheel. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I'm not complaining about it too much, but I just I love originality. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that a lot of studios are a little afraid to mm-hmm. you know step out and do something you know. Oh no! Absolutely, yeah. you're, you're you're hit the nail on the head. A yeah. lot of studios. The the biggest thing now is they don't want to spend a bunch of money on something that's going to lose money, yeah. right. and so mm-hmm. they they like to invest in things where they call uh, they call it a pre something like a pre-established audience existing or something. IP, pre-existing yeah. IP or a pre-existing audience yeah. and that sort of thing where they know people are going to buy a ticket to it just because of what it is. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's a safer bet. And yes. it's, and every movie that's made is a big gamble and even more so now when like so many movies are big budget movies. Right. And that's the only way to get people to go to the theater. But the weird risk is that, you know, you keep just making the same thing over and over again yeah. essentially. Yeah. Yep. And um, then people don't want to go see that. Yeah. It was predictable. 
That was my <laughs> one not so happy thing about it. Mm-hmm. But it was a fun time. Like the whole it, it still felt like a men in black movie with the comedy and like the aliens being the comic relief because I thought the aliens were were just had that same feel. But it was fun. Like I mean, I have a list, so I didn't really like lose money going to it. Um, but I would, I definitely would not have paid twenty bucks to see it. And speaking of original movies, this coming weekend we have anybody, anybody. What's coming out? What's coming out? It's the Battle of the Toys weekend. Oh, oh. Well, I was going to say Toy original. That's not neither yeah. of those. Is new I'm original. Okay. Play. Okay. I was so Toy Story existing IP. Yes. It's Toy Story movies. Four versus. Child's Play, play yeah. the reboot. Yeah. yeah, and then next week is the new Annabelle. So it's the Battle so of the Toys for about a week. Yeah, but yeah. speaking of, of Chucky... All from different studios, right? Like, Chucky. Um, we have another uh, podcast that we do called The Scare Guy. And, we, and even though this falls kind of in the con guy's uh, area, but we have a special video that, um, from Child's Play 2. The original Child's Play 2, one of the actresses from that has made a special video that Brad has captured for us. If we can take a look at that. <laughs> Christina Lease. I got Chucky. It was the first big job I ever did, Child's Play 2. I was unbelievably f- excited to be there every single day on the set. <laughs> it was an exciting time for me. I wasn't very talented or experienced. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was just unbelievably f- happy to be there. And it was f- awesome. The doll takes nine puppeteers to work and costs a lot to have on set. And Alex Vincent was six or seven and had child labor laws that applied to him. They'd shoot him first and get him into school and send him home. Then they'd shoot the puppet because he took nine SAG actors to run and then sent him home. If you don't see either of those characters in frame with me when I do my scenes, my close-ups and stuff, they weren't there. Talk about the fans. I do horror conventions now because they're awesome. And I get to see people like Alex Benson, who is like my real little brother. And I get to see actors that I know and love and don't get to see much in my real life. And I get to meet the fans that are just diehards. Thank you so much for watching them because they wouldn't make them if they didn't watch them. So God bless you. Oh. Thank you, Brad, for providing that. You can go to Brad's yeah. website and check that out. Also, um, we hope to have her. Which as I a think th- is DreamLoudOfficial.com. DreamLoudOfficial.com. Yep. Brad has a really cool series of videos. And he's Bradley206 on Instagram. Yep. So, yeah, check that out. He has a lot of other videos and photographs to show. Bradley's kind of like our, our, our sixth member of the show here. He won't come on, but he always... He's, he's always tweeting at us and commenting his on YouTube. spirit is here. Texting, yeah. 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 Anyways, I can't... Tell us what you think. Go see Child's Play this week if, if you want to. Or Toy Story 4, which or I... Or see them back-to-back. You see which the scary <laughs> one and then the, the well, funny one. I'm that doing experience. that. Are you really? Did I not tell yeah. you guys? No. Yes. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk about it later. But yeah. I, I hear the Toy Story yeah, Four is getting first. some of the best reviews of all four Toy Story. Wow! Films. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Well, and the other thing is, Child's Play has been doing this the poster advertising campaign yes. where <laughs> he's killing the Toy Story characters. <laughs> yeah, are you serious? No, yeah, no, they're great. There's like one where you, he's walking away like dragging Woody. That There's one brilliant. where he's roasting. He's roasting Slinky. Or, yeah. or slinky dogs. Slinky dog. <laughs> How do they get away with that? It's Anyways. not. They don't show like the actual. Like it's. It's, it's a, like a more it's a parody. It's yeah. a more realistic yeah. version of the toys. It's not like actually the toys, but it, oh, right. it you know it. What it it's is. it's distant enough from the legitimate design that they yes. can you know yeah. avoid a copyright. I got, I got, I'm pulling a few up for you okay. guys. Right oh, here. Cool. Thank right. you. That's Brian's going to pull a couple of these up. For yeah, us. they're pretty great. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's just like an arm. Yeah, like an arm in yeah. Eddie's hat. <laughs> yeah. There Chucky you go. has done away with Woody in there. Woody's hat. Isn't it crazy? 
And it's the voice of Mark Hamill, so yeah. I'm really, I'm really curious about how Mark Hamill's going to get all evil. He's he did well with the Joker. Yeah, he did well. He's he can do diabolical. You know, it's interesting. Okay, Mark Hamill's doing the voice of Chucky. Toy Story Four has Tony Hale as the voice of Forky. Yeah, they both played Joker in different oh, yeah, projects. Right. Oh yeah, oh that's <laughs> yeah. true. Oh my gosh, it's all connected, man. It, it is. is. Yes. <laughs> all right, Derek, if you can take us through a, fi- a few um, conventions that are coming up. Yeah, as always, there are lots of conventions coming up. Uh, June twenty second and twenty third, this coming weekend, is Smallville Comic Con in um, is it Hutchinson? Hutchinson, Kansas. Kansas. Hutchinson, Kansas, yeah. which gets renamed Smallville for the weekend, and their special guest this year is Brandon Routh, which is appropriate. Yes, That's so he is Superman. That's, for the record, online when I found it, it said Smallville. Comic Con being held in Smallville, so that's all yeah. I knew. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. So the, I grew up 15 minutes away from Hutchinson, Kansas. So uh, I, I, it's my home stomping grounds. It's uh, I know it well. I went to junior high school in Hutchinson. So um, yeah, there was, as I understand it, there was a long time ago. So there's a huge nerd population in that area. Where do you think I came from? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so uh, there was. I feel like a push to try to rename Hutchinson Smallville. <laughs> and, of course, the non-nerd general public voted that down. But I think they did when they brought the comic book convention into town. And I think the, their inaugural year, they had, like, Billy D. Williams as a special guest or something nice. like that, which is super rad. Yeah. Um, and the, I think the city saw, oh, this is, like a, like, a legitimate thing. Then we'll acquiesce a little bit more. And so they do this honorary thing where they rename, rename the town Smallville for the, for the weekend or whatever. So yeah, that's cool. It's nice level. Good people. All right. So a couple weeks after that is July fourth through seventh, the Anime Expo in downtown LA. <coughs> um, and then the following weekend, July twelfth through fourteenth, is the Fanboy Expo, Expo in Knoxville, Tennessee. Some of their guests include Paul Rubens, Richard Dean Anderson, Bruce Campbell, um, Carrie. I've never learned how to say his name. Carrie Elwes. It is Elwes. That's all what I want to say. And then other people say it different ways. Uh, <laughs> Billy Zane, Walter Koenig, uh, Carmen Electra, and John Delancey. Was Q in Star Trek: The Next Generation, and has been a voice in um, My Little Pony. <laughs> yeah. Only a brony would know. Uh, no, I just it was. I heard that on the Nerdist podcast. Brony, That's the only reason. Um, I tried watching My Little Pony once, and I was like, I just can't do this. The new one is awesome. Yeah, I got too many okay. kids. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> He's then got a flock. The, yeah. the, the week after that, July 17th through 21st, um, that's including preview night, is, of course, San Diego Comic-Con. That is exactly one month away now. Um, October 11th through 13th, oh yeah, we're cheering, is LA Comic-Con. Those early bird tickets are on sale for that now, and apparently there's an office reunion mm-hmm. going on. Uh, my cousin, for Father's Day, had pictures of him with his kids, and he had a shirt that said regional manager, and his little daughters, who was like, one's a baby and one's a toddler, just said assistant to the regional manager. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Some other events that are also coming up, July 11th, InfoList Pre-Comic Con Bash. Happens um, every year, yeah. Yeah, but they're doing it at a new location this year. Yep. Um, is How do you say this? Widome? What's the, oh, let me call it. These are things that I, like, see the it's, names it's and never the, know. the Widome Dome Park in downtown Dome, Los Angeles. Dome Park in downtown L.A., which, yeah, da- there, there's always one in downtown L.A. They had it at Hollywood Highland before, um, but it's just a big, fun bash before Comic-Con. Um, a celebration of all things comic book, sci-fi, fantasy, and cosplay. Celebrities, Power Rangers, screenwriters, Tokyo Pop execs, L.A. Comic-Con folks, VFX companies, artists, the publishers of Fangoria, etc., etc., tons of cosplay. The info list pre-Comic-Con bash... Of course, not to be confused with the InfoWars pre-Comic-Con bash, wow. which is being Which is a held. very different event. Yeah. <laughs> We're not trading into those waters. I, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. I, I'm, I'm really <laughs> curious. I'd be very curious about that one, too. Um, October 19th and 20th 
is Giving Back, the Supernatural Official Convention at Marriott Burbank Airport. Championed by Misha Collins, the convention will be supporting a local charity. And this is the final year of Supernatural, so I, you can bet yeah. that these guys are going to go out with a bang. And Misha Collins has done lots of charity work. Yeah, it's That's... well, it's, it's, he's partnering with uh, with the people he always works with for charity events. Oh, cool. Also, That's LA Comic Con early bird passes are twenty percent off for the three day pass. Okay, so it's sixty eight dollars for three day pass, which is seventeen dollars off. Ooh. So for anybody, who wants. so you can use that money for parking. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> metro, take metro. And it's going to take a, a while for you to find it, too. Yeah, so. yeah. take the metro or take yes. a lift. Is that yes. the convention? They stopped doing the LA one for, for a while, right? I just had they, different names. Yeah, they, they just, yeah. Yeah. They just yeah. It was Kamikaze, and then it was Stanley's oh, yeah, LA right. Comic Con, and now it's LA Comic Con. Yeah. Co- interestingly, though, the company that runs it is still called Kamikaze. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah hmm. So the Kamikaze yes. folks are doing mm-hmm. LA Comic Con, which. Last year was up in like around ninety some thousand attendees. So wow. it it is growing, it's growing every yeah. year so fast. Yeah. And I really love uh, LA Comic Con. I love that the uh, yep. the main stage is in the exhibit hall, yes. so yeah. you can just go stand there and see the really yeah. big panels without waiting in line overnight or anything like that. By the way, they're having an office reunion as well, so I guess this is the year for the office reunions. Which mm-hmm. does that lead us to believe any kind of conspiracy coming up? In other words, is there an office reboot about to happen? <laughs> oh. All these dangles, sequels, and the movies. Oh, I'm sure though they will if they can. All right, <laughs> all right. So speaking of conventions, we I'm have trying a, to segue. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of the things we talk about all the time, one of the biggest um, conventions coming up, of course, is San Diego Comic Con. 140,000 people are about to descend on San Diego, California, for yeah. perhaps the most influential, biggest. Um, comic book and pop culture convention in the country. There's there's many others the around the world, but, but this is the 50th anniversary, and there's a lot coming up. Katie, wow, could you years. kind of lead us through some of the news that we have coming out of San Diego? Yes, real quick though, uh, Anime Expo's giving away a four day badge. So if you go to their Twitter, it'll tell Ooh, you. Oh, nice. she's yeah. on top of it, okay. Katie. <laughs> um, so San Diego Comic Con news is the badges have begun to ship. So all of us will anxiously be checking our mailboxes like five times a day. I know I do when they're. <laughs> I always get paranoid that someone's going to steal them, so I always mm-hmm. like want to like get to my mailbox just in case. I never get mine early. Um, but yeah, so they're <laughs> coming out this year. They are different, like we talked about last week. But the box they come in has the 50th anniversary logo on the outside because it's the 50th anniversary of Comic Con, mm-hmm. and it has the Amazon's the boy on the inside. Also included are one of four pins, including the classic Tucon logo. Toucan, sorry. Toucan. <laughs> Toucan logo. A Comic-Con 50th logo and an updated Comic-Con logo. And then the original Golden State Comic-Con logo. It's cool that they're shipping them in a the box again. Yes. Uh, mm. All four pins will also be available for purchase at the Marriott Marquis Hotel. And last year they were on sale for $10.78, which is a weird number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So That is strange. Um, <laughs> and the light pole banners have started to go up in, sand, in Gaslamp Quarter. Mm-hmm. They are, again, sponsored by Marvel. They feature Avengers Endgame with a note from Marvel. We love you, 3,000. Oh. Isn't that nice? That's very cool. Because, you know, they don't need to be there for Endgame. There's a, yeah. yeah. Unless, of course, they're promoting the, the, the DVD set. Yeah. I hear that they're having <laughs> then, a complete every single film yeah. box oh, set. Yeah. Dude, for like for all three phases? Yes. That's How much insane. is that going to cost? <laughs> the what? Six oh, man. Who kidding? I'm probably going to buy it. Yeah, I, guess yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want the Black Friday sale. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. then uh, Comic-Con International also revealed the cover of their 2019 souvenir book. And I did just see it. It's awesome. It had it with pencils by legendary artist. And they're showing it right 
right now. Jim Lee, inks by Scott Williams and colors by Alex Sinclair. It celebrates 50 years of Comic-Con with characters including Superman, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, Black Panther, Hellboy, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and even Michonne from Walking Dead. It's an all-star mm. cast. You know what? What's so cool about this cover is I don't think in recent memory, I remember a cover that mixed DC, Marvel, and no. other yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's why yeah. this nice. one is so imp- That's cool. incredible. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. And then um, Bernie years. Bregman has started a company called Experience Level Entertainment and is hosting three parties at yes. Comic-Con. Our friend Bernie Bregman. Yes. <laughs> friend of the show. Friend of the uh, show, yeah. Each one with a very cool theme. Wednesday is his Ready Party 1. I went to that one last year. Mm-hmm. Thursday is his The Upside Down, a Stranger Things themed party that he's throwing in partnership with Nerdist. Mm, and and cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> and he did finally, a cool graphic of that too, where he put all three side by side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I'm sure if you check out hit mm-hmm. the nerds like us, that's his. Well, you go to um, tw- his Instagram, right? We'll we'll retweet it because yeah. he's kind of got a couple different. It's yeah, like Bernie gotcha. Bre- yeah, yeah. And then finally, his Friday night party is Awesome Mixer Volume Two, themed after Guardians of the Galaxy. For more info on each event, check out conguy.com. And uh, they all, if you go f- whatever site. Whatever his Instagram is, you'll be able to click the link, and it'll usually take you right to it as well. And he sell, and the tickets are somewhere around twenty five to thirty. Yeah, it's like thirty five to general, fifty, depending on admission. like for general admission, and then there's like VIP and all that, and all those things as well. Bernie's really stepped his game up. Last yeah. year he had tw- two parties, right? I think so. And then yeah. year before was one party, so yeah. it's kind of cool. In then, five years, he'll have seven parties. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Chuck Jones Gallery, located at 232 Fifth Avenue, will be hosting several events during the week, um, celebrating The Simpsons, Star Wars, Looney Tunes, and more. Exact times and details are still TBA. Mm-hmm. But we'll continue to give you guys updates. Yep. Uh, typically, all events are free and open to the public, and hotels are very slim. <laughs> uh, and slim the ones pickings. that are, you probably will not get all four days uh, from when I last looked. But, you know, keep being vigilant and checking because last year I like last year I went on at 2 a.m. and happened to find one for all four days that was what much what? closer than what I'd already had wow. so just wow. keep checking that's all I can say and um, on the other days there's the hall H line yes <laughs> also what I've done I've also done that because I've had no hotel before and done that but also honestly if the best you can find is something for two or three days I would still book it and then if you have one day you have to figure out what to do from there I think that's better than not having a room any days mm-hmm. so I would recommend but yeah go on the wait list it's open now so you can just go and try to find a sp- uh, place so yeah does anybody else have any other news that they know of right now from mm. San Diego Comic Con um, one more thing was yeah. exclusives are coming out literally like by the hour the lists of exclusives that are going to be there. Uh, if you guys follow the S- uh, Comic Con unofficial blog, which is uh, SD underscore comic underscore con, <laughs> they will post all of that stuff. And they mm-hmm. have already today. Like Funko is bringing Big Bang Theory Funko Pops that are the cast in their Justice League costumes. Uh, <laughs> that's great. And they're pretty great. Uh, I saw them earlier. So it has like. Uh, Sheldon as the Flash and Raj as um something else. Aquaman. Thank you. I'm yeah. totally <laughs> no worries, no worries, no worries. But yeah, so it has all of them in their Justice League costumes and That's great. I'm sure those will be hot, a hot item considering that the show just ended, so mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that'll be one of them, so. 
That's awesome. Yeah. There, there. If you kind of go looking, there's a you know, including the blog there and all kinds of different sites, and we're gonna start listing. There's so many exclusives right now. The mm-hmm. exclusives portal. And Katie, are you familiar with how the exclusives port? There's like a an exclusive yeah. lottery gonna be. Yeah. So they do a lottery now, which online they'll send an email out to everybody on their mailing list. Basically, they'll you click on the link and then it takes you to all the uh, individual exclusives. So it's always Mattel. Funko, the WB signings, something else is on there. I can't remember what the other one is. But all those to get, you get like time slots that you can submit Mm -hmm. to get a ticket for. So basically, with Funko specifically and Mattel, you cannot just choose to go up to the booth to get your stuff. You have to have a win a slot. So they haven't sent out that email yet, but I'm assuming it'll go out soon because I think usually it goes out a couple weeks or at least a week before the... Uh, programming list comes out, and the programming list will come out in two weeks. July fourth is yeah. Yep. So uh, so yeah, you just keep you basically just submit online, and it's a lottery, and you see if you get it. So usually with Funko, people submit for every single one in hopes that they can get at least one slot. So mm-hmm. yeah. And just like we just talked about, the the programming list will come out in July fourth. We'll have a special show mm-hmm. after that to kind of like spotlight some of the biggest panels on there. We know. Hopefully that uh, we know there are people on in on the show will be on on some panels, so we will be talking about that. Anyways. Katie, thank you so very much for that update. There's so much more news coming, especially when it comes to exclusive. Oh, last question. You said something. You were talking to Eric before the show about the Funko app where you can scan. What is this? You can now scan via the the new Funko app. It's literally called the new Funko app. <laughs> and you can scan your collection like individually and find out how much your Funko Pops are worth. Which is cool. And then it'll let you add them to your collection and it'll tell you cumulatively how much your collection is worth. And we found out an interesting tidbit of information today. My roommate found out that the uh, Burt Macklin Funko Pop from Parks and Rec is now worth $60. And she probably spent like 12 bucks for it. So. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So. Buy a Comic-Con hotel. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of money. Yeah. $60. Yeah. All right, we will be Say bringing you all you that. You can buy a hot dog at the convention <laughs> center for that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. All right, we are going to move on to the exciting part of the show. I'm not like that wasn't exciting. That sounds yeah, terrible. Yeah. Now that we're done with all the boring stuff. <laughs> I'm excited for it now, man. I am super yeah, excited. Yeah. We talked about things we know are happening at Comic-Con. Now we'll talk about something that we really hope happens at Comic-Con. Yeah. Justin Copeland, yeah. director of Batman Hush yeah. and so many more things. Thank you and welcome uh, to the Con- Kind of Guy Comic-Con prep show this week. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. Ta-da! <laughs> hey. All right, and you guys are friends with Justin, so uh, yeah. let's let's hear some dirt. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this guy yeah. has many children. <laughs> yeah, quite a lot. They're fun kids too. But you yeah, guys yeah. know the kids; they're doing all right. They're yeah. doing all right. Doing good. So yeah, something kind of exciting is happening here. You're, you're, I mean, it has been exciting for like ten years. But you have a big, big accomplishment that we are talking about tonight. Can yeah. you just talk us through that? Yeah. So let's see. I was a like you listed off. I was a supervising uh, storyboard. Artist, mm-hmm. which is basically like assistant director mm-hmm. at Warner mm-hmm. Brothers under Sam Liu mostly uh, for years, forever. My first film there was Hush. Uh, I was a storyboard artist. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I worked on that. Uh, I did pretty good. And they were like, man, uh, uh, Bruce Tim really liked your work and on uh, The Killing Joke. So uh, that's really cool. I'm like, because he doesn't like anything. He's just, <laughs> he really doesn't. Uh, <clears throat> so I went right into Sam. Uh, one of our other directors, and was like, man, I want to direct here. That's been my goal. And he immediately 
beat the crap out of me for <laughs> years uh, just to get me ready, you know, to direct, you know, because it, it's a lot. You know, it's um, about, it averages about 90 to, you know, 96 pages of script that you got to, you know, draw and condense down to 70, you know, two minutes. Yeah, so right after that, you know, Sam just got me ready, trained me, you know, uh, to be a director. So from there, I moved up to Storyboard Supervisor. I believe it was on Gaslight. I think that was my first mm-hmm. uh, film. Um, I did pretty good on The Judas Contract, which that was a blast. That was a really fun script when we got that. So uh, my favorite all-time comic series is The ta- yeah, Teen Titans. Yeah, that was a good one. Love it, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I heard of it briefly before that movie started, but mm-hmm. after the movie, you know, became like a really big fan. Uh, so on that one, I, I did a, I did pretty good. The opening to that, uh, Sam had me redraw the opening, uh, and he was really impressed with that. So from there, I moved up uh, on Gaslight, which was a blast. That was my probably my favorite. Uh, I should post some of those drawings at some point, but that was probably my favorite movie. Uh, and as a supervisor, just learning the ropes, going to uh, you know record cast recordings, um, mm-hmm. learning about post production, learning about the entire process. Uh, and then one day they called me in. James Tucker, my producer, uh, Warner Brothers, um, called me in and was like, "Hey man, I, I would really like for you to to direct Hush. You know, how do you feel about that?" And I'm like, "What? Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow! Because you know that that comic was awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it it's predictable as a, the story was. It was great. You know, yeah. it was fun to see his rogues gallery. You know, that's what the book is about. Uh, so it was it was some almost like a full circle moment. I was really trying to break into comics." around the time that the book, the, the graphic novel came out or the, the comics came out. So it felt like this full circle moment, you know, when I got it. And the script is amazing. It's next level. I, was, I read the script and was like, really? Because how do you take the story that everybody knows mm-hmm. and make it something where you surprise people? And you will, it's surprising. Cool. So. Yeah. Now, I was just going to say, I'm, as, I don't really know the Batman comics as well as some people. But friends who do know What's the comics, the matter with you? Sorry. I know <laughs> friends who do have told me that Hush is a great storyline. Yeah. So get out of here, GI Joe. Like, <laughs> like, um, what's 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 the synopsis basically that you can tell us for anyone else who who doesn't know the story? Yeah, Without giving away secrets. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so basically, a new villain shows up in Batman's mm-hmm. life, and he has some very intimate he or she. No. Oh, no. he or she has some oh. very intimate detail, like knowledge mm-hmm. of Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the knowledge is so intimate that he's able to get Batman's Rose Gallery mm-hmm. to work do work for he or she uh, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. just terrorize this dude, and it makes him rethink you know like what it means to even be Batman. What do, what does it even mean to be you know Bruce Wayne? Also, you know him and Selena Kyle kind of get you know pretty mm-hmm. like closer. Catwoman, uh, yeah, Catwoman. Excuse me, yep. yeah, Selena Kyle, Catwoman. That's uh, one of the most famous like. Comic book panels, yeah, in, page, bro. In his one page, <laughs> yeah. page where it's just there. Batman and Catwoman are embracing. Yeah. And when you Whitney's say whipping his cape, when you say Batman's rogues gallery, yeah. you are for people who aren't as familiar like Derek <laughs> yeah. uh, of, of the comic. Of who are you talking about? The rogues gallery. I'm talking Joker, uh, Scarecrow, mm-hmm. uh, Ivy. Ivy's in there, Superman's in there. The Condiment Rogue, King, but, does he yeah. show up? <laughs> I know, Superman's in there, which is The Condiment me. King. Yeah. <laughs> Penguin's no, in there, isn't he? No, uh, no. no. Penguin's not in no, there. No, Penguin's not in there. Yeah. It'd be nice, Clayface. I, I tried to get Clayface in there. Oh, yeah? I tried yeah. to get a lot more than what we actually had in the movie. But, <laughs> oh. You know. I think, I think I saw Poison Ivy in the trailer. Yeah, Poison right, Ivy's yeah, okay. in there. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and they're just terrorizing this dude, you know. Mm. Uh, Poison Ivy's kind of a key... 
point. Hush yeah. is one of my uh, Hush is probably my favorite comic book. Wow. I mean, Je- Jeff Loeb is one of my favorite Batman writers. Yeah, and and there are a lot of great Batman writers. Um, but yeah, I for I think it was for my birthday or Christmas one year my. Brianna got me like the hardcover edition with the like it slips into the case oh, nice. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, it's it's awesome. But I love the story of yeah. Hush. It's it's just fun and it's just it's fun to see the rogues gallery all like he encounters them kind of yeah. one by one in in a sense. And uh, I'm really looking forward to watching the movie. Yeah, it's, it's someone cool. explain what is the Hush? What is Hush? <clears throat> so Hush is the name of the the main villain, the new okay. villain that mm-hmm. shows up, uh, and Batman has no idea who this dude is. Uh, but or do that, or do that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and okay, yeah. by the way, the th- the <clears throat> thing that's so exciting, you you said you drew this. This is hand drawn. Well, yeah, it's two D animation. Two D, which know. is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, in America, because our production is split into two, uh, mm-hmm. so in America we do. Most of the pre-production, right? So all of the character designs and all of the storyboards, background designs, color keys, all that stuff, we do it here. And then we ship it off, uh, usually to some studios in Korea who we are intimately familiar with. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, it's like being one studio. Right. Uh, so we're basically sending them the blueprints of a house, and they build the house. And then send the house back, and then we put on the final you know, touch-ups to it or whatever, edit it together. So, yeah, so basically my job... Uh, it begins as a glorified storyboard artist, uh, and I have to wrangle together a bunch of brilliant storyboard artists. You, you know? said glorified. That's an <laughs> awesome job all by yeah. itself. That's yeah. so fantastic. Yeah. So I basically get to animate, you know, Batman, which is a blast. That's it's mm-hmm. one of the best things you can do for so. for, for for fanboys and geek, geek girls. <laughs> that's like the coolest thing in yeah. the world. Yeah. Yeah. We do have a question from one of our viewers. Okay. So Jake Thomas, who's a friend oh, yeah. of oh, us yeah. here, he's watching, and he had no idea that you directed uh, on this. was very excited about that because it's one of his mm-hmm. nice. favorite comics. And he actually read like the first four issues on the way to visit L.A. for the first time before he moved out here. But um, his question was, uh, what's... how does a director's role in animation differ from live action? Uh, not by all that much, you know, because basically you have, you know, your goal is to visualize the script, mm-hmm. you know. So in that sense, it's not that different, you know. Um, my actors are my board artists, you know, uh, and then it becomes my animators. Uh, so, you know, like, okay, so here's, we, we hand out portions of the script. Uh, so we call it casting, actually. Mm-hmm. So I'll cast it out to different board artists who I think can handle certain parts uh, the best. So you hand that out, you know, and then they go on board. And they're individuals, so they have their own ideas, you know. But the story is the boss, you know, so everything has to fall in line with that. But you have to keep everything in mind throughout the entire production. Like, if you board Bruce Wayne doing that here, you have to remember, you know, in Act 3, this mm-hmm. other thing happens. So we have to keep that in line. Also, mm-hmm. you got to keep all of the, the character designs and uh, the prop designs and the color. All that stuff you got to keep in mind, you know. Um, so... In that sense, it's not that different, you know, other than working with very superstar, you know, A-list actors on a set day after day. 
I don't do that, but I do sit in the booth with A-list stars. Can you tell us some of the actors <laughs> yeah. who are voicing? Yeah. Oh. Are you there for that process with the... Yeah, yeah I am there. Uh, it's So, in that process, I, I work closely. Our executive producer is, like, the main dude. He makes a lot of the main decisions. Mm-hmm. And we just, we beg. I beg him <laughs> to get away with certain things. Like, no, we can't do that. No, we can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Uh... I feel like I'm drawing a blank because there are so many people. <laughs> well, I saw. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Jerry O'Connell. Oh yeah, Jerry O'Connell plays um, our Superman in like nearly yeah, every he's awesome. one uh, of our. Rebecca nice Romaine. Rebecca Romaine, his wife, mm-hmm. um, plays our Lois Lane, which is always oh, fun. Wow. It's always fun. And then oh, I, yeah, yeah. we got two Peyton lists who, who okay. are <laughs> somebody from Outlanders in there. <clears throat> the who plays Batman. Um, yeah, uh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> I, can't remember. I was looking at the cast list today. And I just I had the cast list. We got list. Mr. Uh, Rain Wilson. Oh yeah, Rain, Rain Wilson, Wilson plays our oh, Lex nice. Luthor. Yeah. The best Lex Luthor ever. Ooh, really? Yeah, that's okay. a good casting. He's in the Death of Superman movies. Yeah, as Lex Luthor. So okay. check that out. Cool. If you have um, Jennifer Morrison. Oh yeah, Jennifer Morrison. Um, it plays Selena Kyle. Yeah, she's from Chicago, so automatically. There you go. She's oh, amazing. Go. Yeah, but people are really excited about her. I was. She's really, really, really good. Yeah, I was looking on Twitter today. People are super excited about her. Yeah. Jeffrey, Aaron, is it Aaron or how do you say his yeah, last Aaron. name? Yeah, Aaron. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like he does great character. I've seen him in like <clears throat> other shows where he did a bunch of imitations and stuff. So like I don't think people usually think of him as like a voice person, but I saw him in something where he's really good at impressions. So yeah. I'm sure he was really good at the Riddler. Yeah, a lot of he, that's one of the best roles ever. That was a lot of fun. We we had to cut out some dialogue. That was my favorite. So uh, anyway, uh, Jason O'Mara. Oh yeah, Jason O'Mara's yeah. our Batman. We. <laughs> Well, switch up between him and Kevin Conroy. I actually couldn't remember mm-hmm. if it was him or Kevin. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Vanessa Williams? Yeah, Vanessa Susan, Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you've uh, got our... quite a cast yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. So, so I am there, there during that process, and, you know, that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask you one question? Because mm-hmm. these movies, like, there's a, a lot of them here. Yeah. When did you guys make the choice, or do you know when the choice was made, when the decision was made to kind of go more adult with these films? Yeah. I mean, that, kids could watch it mm-hmm. somewhat, but yeah. but there you know, there's violence and and cursing yeah. and different things. Well, like the film. Killing Joke, if you remember. It was after yeah. watching yeah. Batman and Robin for the first time, and like we're gonna take a new <laughs> angle on this. Like the subject matter, like the Killing Joke, it's yeah. pretty pretty. I, I wasn't there when that happened. I remember my cousin called me up one day. It was like, man, I just rented Green Lantern, one of these Green Lantern movies. <laughs> what, y'all need to talk to them about all the cursing. I'm like, what? <laughs> I wasn't even there. Uh, but I, the thing is, and Brad Bird says this all the time, is mm-hmm. animation is not for kids. You know, right. it's not mm-hmm. exclusively for kids. Exclusively, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's not an animation is not a dra- uh, genre. Mm-hmm. You know, like we make dramas, mm-hmm. we make action films. You know, and we just use animation as our medium. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. um, so we just decided that like we don't want to just you know only make movies that are just for for kids. You know. We want to make movies for people who, number one, love these characters, and number two, want to see a really good story. You know, and Batman's those of us who were kids and grew up with it, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, want to see these characters actually move, and we have a blast with it. It's a really cool like niche, uh, those DC animated films. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just want to make good stories, and if it has somebody has to get their head chopped off <laughs> to tell a good story, you know, it has to happen. You know, what about um, how you? And your brothers got into drawing and animation, all yeah. that in the first place. Growing up in Chicago, can you touch a little bit? Absolutely, on that? yeah. So I always wanted to be Steven Spielberg. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, my mom once told me, like, "You're like Steven Spielberg." I didn't know who he was. I didn't know what he did. You know, so 
growing up, I always wanted to make movies. Uh, but you know, growing up in Chicago, we didn't we didn't have money. So uh, go Cubs, go Cubs! I'm a huge, huge, yeah, huge yeah. Cubs. I'm from the North Side. Uh, yeah. My uncle, who actually you know lived out in L.A. at the time, would send boxes of comics. You know, and I'm like, this is like filmmaking because it's visual storytelling. So I started drawing. You know, the, the three of us. It's uh, my t- other two brothers, and then we have a sister as well. Uh, and we just started drawing comics. Uh, got into anime. Got into manga. Got into everything, you know, um, and for years and years and years and years, I'm very familiar with the convention process because for years we were trying to break into comics and it just did not happen. I, in fact, got really, really close. Jim Lee really wanted me to work for him at Wild Summer at one point, but then it just didn't happen, you know, which I'm so grateful for. Yeah, Yeah, because that's when I got into animation. So, yeah, it was just years of trying to break into comics and then found our way into animation and it's just been great ever since. We, we do have to wrap up the show. Yeah. We are kind of running out of time. But you just mentioned something, the conventions. Yeah. And I, I know we can't talk about a lot of stuff because uh, San Diego Comic Con's list doesn't come out until July 4th. Is there any chance we eh, might see you down at San Diego Comic Con? Yeah, I'll definitely be there. Um, there's a lot of stuff uh, going on. Uh, I was working on Invincible with Robert Kirkman. So Wow. Yeah, I was yeah, about that. to yeah, ask we, about we, that. We yeah, was about to, this is Brian in the booth. I was yeah. about to ask yeah, about yeah. that. Um, that's I'm really fascinated with that. episode of this show. <laughs> yeah, can you tell us a little Just bit about quick, that? Just real quick, real uh, quick. Yeah, that's still uh, actually in the process. I've actually left the show. Uh, I was on there for a while and then I actually left uh, and trying to do some other things. Uh, but that was a blast. We we're really good friends with Robert Kirkman. That was a dream come true job. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I can't give any details that they haven't given yet, mm-hmm. and they are extremely tight lipped about oh, that because yeah. Amazon. Great cast for that. Yeah. That cast is one of Amazing. the best casted. Well, I can <laughs> I, I can tell you this. I can tell you that that um, you are keeping the secrets. You're very tight lipped, yeah, yeah. but but I do know that I every year at San Diego Comic Con have seen a fantastic Warner Brothers. Film that's the only place I've ever really seen them because that's where I was introduced yeah. to them, and then yeah. we and then I bought some stuff. So I hope, I, I hope, hope yeah. I, we can hope. Fingers yeah. are crossed that yeah. we will be clapping for you down I mean, there. I, I think I, I hope sure. it shows down there. I think it's a mistake if they don't. Yeah, yeah. Mistake, this one, but yeah. So, but we'll it hope and we'll, we'll just wait for that announcement and see. But yeah. thank you so much for yeah. coming thank on you, the man. show this, this week. Yeah. This has thank been you. great, and thank you guys for watching this week's. Kind of guy, Comic Con prep show. You can find me at Jim Fry LA on Twitter, and I think I'm the same thing on uh, Instagram. I never know what that is. Where can we find everybody else? <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Con Guy Derek. You can find me on Twitter at Just Dog. <laughs> Yo, Ben Cleaver, B E N K L I E W E R. You can find me on any social media at Ben Cleaver. That's just how I spelled it. And I love that scoundrel <laughs> hat. It's scoundrel. awesome. <laughs> Uh, I'm Katie. You can find me on Twitter at KT underscore Christine and on theconguy.com's Twitter mm-hmm. and on Instagram at Katie's Fairy Tale. Yeah. And I'm Cheeseman on the Couch. You can find me on theconguy.com and on Twitter at Cheese on Couch. So please like us, follow us, comment, stalk us. We are there. Make us popular, guys, because <laughs> we love you. All right, we'll see you guys in four weeks at San Diego Comic Con. Be here Ooh. until then. All right. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.